Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks, Justin. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, we're covering pools. I know, like the pool in your backyard. Mod pools. Have you ever heard of mod pools? I am so excited. I mean, this is like the easiest way to get a new pool, I think. I mean, I don't. we're going to talk about that today. My my observation is like, if you want a pool, it could be installed in a in pretty short period of time. Um, and one of the coolest concepts and innovations I've seen in a long time on the podcast today is Paul Ratham. He is CEO and founder. Paul, it's so great to have you on the podcast, man. Yeah, thanks, Justin. I'm excited to be on. I am too. I'm so glad you're here. Um Mod pools, what a cool idea. Um, like I said, 350 plus episodes, we haven't talked pools ever. And so you're the first. And I mean, I mean I'm mean, i just real excited for you. So um, before we jump into the company and your products, so share a little bit with our audience about your background, what you were doing before mod pools. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I was just talking about that with my wife and in-laws the other day. There was a point which they were concerned about my well-being. Um, because I had so <laughs> many, I had so many different jobs. Oh, jeez! <laughs> so, Not so necessarily I, a bad I've thing. Been everything from a, yeah, well, I've been everything from a truck driver. Um, I sprayed that green stuff on the side of the roads. <gasps> no, um, way. I've done a myriad of construction jobs. Um, I just got my commercial pilot's license to fly helicopters on Friday. Wow. Congrats. Um, That's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. I had to plug myself in there cause I'm just, it was such a big journey for me to get that. So I've kind of done everything. Um, um, my last job before I started mod pools is probably the most relevant. And I was contracting with a company that, that sold shipping containers and they were interested in modifying them. And it's an old story because they literally got my number out of the phone book. I was, um, <laughs> renovating houses and building houses and they called me up and said, Hey, have you ever worked on a shipping container? And I said, what's that? So <laughs> that thing on a truck or on a ship, you know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was like, what's a shipping container? So we show up and we start working on them. And that was like probably 2006, somewhere around there is when I got that call and started working on them. And then from there, it's just kind of started my own company doing it in uh, 2010. And then along came this idea to build a pool. Wow, that is really cool. Um, okay, so it's one thing to see a nice shipping container on a ship or on a truck. You know, I'm passing a lot of those here in Atlanta. Um, but it as a pool, I was like, seriously. And so I, you know, I went and checked out the pictures and everything. So how do you? How did this idea even start? Oh man, I'm mean, give you the G-rated, <laughs> the G-rated version. I want the R-rated. <laughs> you want the R-rated? Yeah. I mean, the honest truth is. Um, like I said, we've been converting them for industrial, commercial, office space, you know, bathrooms, generator enclosures. We were just, you know, it was, it was a pretty hand-to-mouth business because it was really a third-party business. We were manufacturing for the oil and gas or for construction, and we didn't have our own product line. So it was always kind of stewing in my mind that, man, if I could go direct to the public, um, sell a product, I could be in charge of my own destiny. I didn't have to rely on these purchase orders coming in and this boom-bust kind of mentality. So... I was on vacation in Palm Springs with my wife. Um, every trip we went to Palm Springs, we were on a bit of a, a run with Palm Springs there. I think we went four times in one winter. 
Um, it just shows you how bad the winters get up here <laughs> oh, in Canada. Um, <laughs> so we were sitting around by the pool that night, had a few drinks and such. And uh, it was just like, I could do this. I could build a pool like this. I could sure. make it out of a container. And it was kind of this kind of joke almost. That's crazy. So how did you go from that to, you know, and what I see, you know, some of the images and pictures, like, I mean, it has a side, has siding on the inside and it holds water and there's windows on some of them. Like, how did you go from, hey, this could be a pool to actually making the first one? Yeah, I mean, literally that uh, trip, I just sketched out what I thought would be a cool pool um, on a napkin and um and drew a window in it. And I was just like, right. why, why can't this thing can't, why can't it have a window? I mean, pools usually don't have windows because they're not structurally sound on their own. They have to be built into the ground and the ground's part of the, the engineering of holding the pool together. So it was kind of like, you know, letting my mind wander and just dreaming up what I want for my own pool and being my own customer um, was probably the best way to start. Cause I didn't have this pressure from a, you know, from a paying customer, I could do whatever I wanted. Sure. And this is like about four years ago, I guess, when you had the first idea or the initial idea or launched the business. So how long did it take from initial idea drawn on paper or napkin um, to getting a shipping container and like almost mocking it up? Yeah. I mean, the idea started, you know, well in advance of hitting the market in 2017. We did our prototype. Um, and really, I just, it just, I had to cut my teeth in the business. I'd never built sure. a pool before. I didn't know anything about pools. Right. <laughs> and so I really, you know, I joke, I've got a container of, of pool parts that I ordered that don't work uh, or didn't work for <laughs> application. And I just had to hit my head against the wall for a long time because what we did is really something unusual. The pool industry is kind of like bowling alleys. You know, you've been to one, you've been to the mall sure. and they're all kind of the same. Nothing's changed over the last 20 years. And that's, you know, I'm not making fun of the in-ground pool industry. It's making progress. But in general, there's not a lot of improvements. And we looked at it, and I looked at it as, what what can we do to make this process really easy? What do I want in a pool? Well, I want it to have a hot tub. I want it to be a swimming pool. I want it to have a window in it. I want Wi-Fi features. I want this thing to Wi-Fi be Wi-Fi features? Wow. Yeah, I want to control this thing from a distance. Oh, I want to be it. able to travel, turn my pool on. Um, it's remotely controlled. So I took kind of all the innovation I could find in the pool industry and then learned to adapt it into this one product with a removable divider wall to make it a hot tub in the winter, um, or at, in the evening. So I just tried to really, you know, make something great. And the container, um, being in the business, I realized that this container is such a, uh, chameleon structure. I mean, you can really make them into anything. They kind of come already structurally sound i mean i think they're the eighth wonder of the world because look at what they do they bring everything from uh, other countries you know in like from china i mean these things are right. day in day out <laughs> packed full of stuff so it kind of to me it seemed obvious uh, apparently to everyone else it seemed like a bad idea right. i built my first pool put it in my backyard and my electrician was like, this isn't going to work. You know, <laughs> no one's going to want these. And right. so people, there was a, there's a lot of naysayers, but maybe that's indicative of a good product. Maybe you got to right. have people hate on it a bit and it kind of toughens you up. So really, to be honest, it sat in my backyard for quite a while. I used it for a good year plus and I broke it, fixed it, made it better, had a ton of challenges. It was not an overnight success. It was a, you know, it was to the point where it's like, my wife finally said, are you going to ever sell these? Like, when are you going to be ready to sell these? <laughs> right. So anyway, that's how that went. That's crazy. Okay, so 
okay, cool. It sits in your backyard for a year and you break it and fix it and try it and make it better. So at what point did you go, okay, I'm going to start buying a bunch of these or did you take orders first and then buy a bunch of these? Like how did that work Do you in terms of just getting things rolling? Yeah. So there was a, there's a pretty big trade show in Vancouver and, and it's kind of like, if you're going to launch a product, it's great, great testing grounds. So we decided to jump into that. We were late entry. I think we had about six weeks till, till the trade show. So we built a pool for that trade show with kind of everything we'd learned, um, new and improved. And that was kind of what we needed. We needed that push. I mean, I'm the kind of personality, I don't know if you are too, but I love deadlines and I love right. that you got to get this done by now. And then all of a sudden, like I go from procrastinating to kicking butt, right? right. And that I pulled it all together yep. the last night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we did it. We pulled it together. And we got the crappiest booth in the whole show. It was backed by the bathroom. Yeah, you were the last in. Um, <laughs> we were last in, man. We got the we got the trashiest spot. Um, but that was our testing grounds. And that's when we went to market. And I'll never forget the first day. They did a soft opening on a Wednesday, which I don't know. I, like, I don't know why they do that. Um, <laughs> but it was open for four hours. And I was the only one staffing it because really no one was going to be there. And so here I am with this you know, shipping container pool. And uh, was it full of water or did you fill it up? Yeah, it was full of water, man. It was like we had the whole thing running. We had all kinds of challenges getting the electrical hooked up with the building. But here I am sitting sitting behind this table and just this, like, I'm not an anxious person. I don't suffer from anxiety, but just this overwhelming sense of anxiety came over. Hoping someone would walk up. Yeah, like I spent twelve thousand dollars to be in the show. I built this pool for the show. You paid for the electrical. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did all this stuff. And I just all of a sudden wanted to crawl under the desk and hide. And, and two, three people walk by and kind of glance and keep walking. And then this one lady stops by sent from God himself. And she says to me, she says, she looks me straight in the eyes. And she says, is that a swimming pool? I said, yeah. She says, you're going to be a millionaire. This is an amazing idea. Oh, and it was no like way. it was like the shot in the arm that I needed. You know, I stood up tall and I'm like, you know what? You're right. This is awesome. Like, yes, yeah. get out from under and the table. <laughs> yeah, like you know. And then I started talking to people, and then that was our success. I mean, that weekend we blew up. Um, we took a bunch of orders. Um, we had a video launched within a couple of months that got that went viral. I think it was like 60 million views. Oh my God. Page. I mean, 60 we million. From, from, oh, yeah, we went from like, um, you know, what is that? Hero to zero, zero to hero. Zero to hero. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, uh, and then all these new problems started happening, which is now, how do we build these on a mass scale? Right. Like, how do we produce more than one How do you take that many time? orders? And yeah, exactly. Like, we, did you have to sit, figure out manufacturing, I call it? Like, or like customization? Yeah, I mean, and how did you source all these like containers? <laughs> well, that there was everything you're saying and a hundred other things were really relevant problems, which is we went from a custom building shop, building custom shipping container conversions right. to, Hey, we've got to build uh, 70 of these things and people are waiting and twiddling their thumbs. It's, it's like, what are we going to do? Right. So we had to really, we had to turn into a full fledged manufacturing plant. And let me just tell you that didn't go well. Like it really oh, didn't go well. So what it went happened? really poorly. Well, it, it's one thing to build one the same, but um, 
it's another thing to build like 70 or a hundred the same all and different shapes and sizes or were they all yeah the same? i mean we take custom orders there's some changes there's some differences between the pools but basically we had to figure out how to do it all on a mass scale and our first month i think we built three <laughs> three and it's like oh uh-oh. we've got, we got a lot of customers yeah so that was probably the biggest hurdle to get over which is like how do we build a quality product with QC measures in place, right? Um, how do we, you know, we're in, we're inventing how to do it. No one's done this, so we basically have to create our own process, fail at it, improve it. So every step of the way was just like pain and suffering. So this was not an overnight success. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so what did you um, do? To be honest, yeah, go ahead. well, yeah, I was going to say to be to be. I hate that thing, to be honest. I should stop I know. saying that. That I means you're honest. not Everything honest I'm any other time. I, I do that too occasionally. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait, does that mean I'm not honest other times? But right now I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Someone's trying to not say that, although it's a habit. But yeah. anyway, to, to be straight with you, it, <laughs> it, it didn't go well. Um, and we got to that point where it was financially a real challenge. We were self-financed. So we took um, no loans, no investors, um, and it got to that point where it got scary. Like the bankroll was looking really bad. Sure. Um, I can we imagine. Weren't These aren't cheap, the right? I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah. And we got all this output and no input. Um, we're not selling a lot. We had to kind of get off the lily pad from custom Mod Pro. That's the other business, Mod Pro Containers, which yep. is that custom builder, to building pools. And we had to, you know, we had this kind of come to Jesus moment where it was like, Okay, who are we going to be? Are we going to be mod pools or mod pro? Because we can't do them both. We're literally going bankrupt. So, what's it going to be? Are we going to go all in on pools, or right. are we going to try to be all things to all men and go bankrupt? And that was that reckoning moment where it was like, okay, we're going all in on pools because we had other other um, you know lines in the water. We were looking at building c- container housing. We we're got it. We had a line of bathrooms we were building, like all this stuff, and it was like. We, we just have to get singularly focused here absolutely and double down and so it was all the chips in the table i mean we were all in at that point and we had to figure it out and that literally there's nights that i slept at the shop um there was all-nighters trucks showing up and we're i'm having to literally give bribe the driver with hundred dollar bills and just be like hey man can you please come back in 10 hours like oh i know i'm throwing God. your whole schedule off right but like i'll buy you dinner i'll buy you lunch i'll get you a hotel room i'm so sorry we're not ready to ship yet wow. um because I, i'm of that nature i just can't ship something if it's not 110 percent. i'm a bit of a perfectionist and that was the really hard part is to train a crew of people that have done one thing to do another thing completely to do it day in day out um, at a high level and we had to go from zero to a hundred. Like we couldn't just send product out where that was okay or kind of will work. Um, so, you know, I'm emphasizing that part because that was really the make or break. And I, sure. I think sometimes we don't get past that point. We have uh, a great idea. It's a great product, but you can't get it off the ground. Wow. And then, uh, you know, on top of that, I, the manufacturing is one thing. The w- other thing I was wondering about is, like, how did you then manage installation? And, and I, when I say that, I mean, you know, with an, a, a, another pool, a pool company comes and they dig a hole and they put in whatever and they, they do all the fixings and everything. But, I mean, how do you manage install of a mod pool? Yeah. So that's another challenge. We're a Canadian company. We can't work in the U.S. Oh, so. my gosh. It's a great, it's a great statement. Like, how do we do that? So what I did is the first year I was on a plane. I was going to say, you went and installed. 
Yeah, I, I, but I couldn't physically like the description is like this. Like you can, you can show an American how to use a shovel, but you can't use the shovel as a Canadian. So I would go down and I would basically supervise and say, please do it that way. Don't do it that way. And that would be our legal parameters is that's how we could operate. <laughs> so, but you know what? It ended up being a blessing in the long run because we don't actually install our own product. We build it, we ship it. And then that's the handshake. We got okay. good instructions, installation guide. But as, as hard as that was at the beginning to stand back and not grab the shovel and dig because you just want it, you want to jump in there, you know, right. kind of on the sidelines, that actually really put us in a good place to, to equip installers and equip landscapers and contractors oh, to use our it. product. Okay. It, kind of, it kind of forced us to, right? And then they um, own that so, as part of an overall project, we'll call it. Exactly. So the homeowner buys the pool from us and then we give them a repertoire of people they can call on or they find their contractor or landscaper to help them install the pool. Got so it. we had to really dumb down the installation process. And the good news is it's really quite easy to install. You need a level uh, compacted area, gas and electrical. Right. Um, so really, for <laughs> you know, it's really, it's a ready-made product. And I think that's what makes it so great. It's got its own space in the pool industry where this is a pre-manufactured plug and play pool. All the equipment's built in. It's completely ready. Um, it's engineered, it's, it's, it's inspected, it's ready to go. So that, <laughs> so cool. although that was a really <laughs> difficult process that got us to a point now where we literally sell hundreds every year wow. and we don't get involved in that install process. Right. You just ship it out and then see you later. Um, That's it. interesting. So talk about, uh, the different sizes and shapes that you guys are making and how you kind of sort through that. Yeah. So. You know, I won't get too long-winded about it, but yeah, the, that was a really difficult process to narrow down what size, what shape, what what is the market asking for, right? Um, and what do we what? How do we respond to that? So pretty early on, within the first, I think, year and a half to two years, we decided to widen our pools to twelve feet as an option, um, because some people felt like an eight by sixteen or an eight by twenty was a bit too constricting. Um, so once we did that, we kind of alleviated that drop-off rate where people are like, ah, it's too small. It's a shipping container. It's too small. We kind of got rid of that bit of a stigma. Sure. So our sizes go um, 8 by 16 um, all the way up to 8 by 40. And then we go 12 by 20 and 12 by 40 increments up to there. So that's our sizing and that's been the real bread and butter. And then we made part of my design was to make a pool that I wanted being a lifestyle pool. I want to hang out with my kids during the day be able to stand up and not have to tread water. So it's that, right. that lifestyle depth. <laughs> yep. And then the kids can learn to swim. They're swimming around you. You're holding a drink and hanging out. So lifestyle kind of, depth. I know, like that. I haven't heard that before. Yeah. Just cause you know, the seventies deep end pools, like you've been in those pools, no yes. one swims in the deep end. You jump off the diving board a couple of times and then that's the end of that. Right. But you it's, heat this giant like deep you, end. I was going to say a lot of water down there. Yeah. Totally. And really what's the purpose of that, you know, 10 foot depth down there. And we do build custom depths. We build custom pools. Um, we do infinity edges. That's cool. Um, we've just, we just built a pool with a 24 foot window that that's an infinity edge where the water pours over. I mean, I'm all about innovation. I don't want to stop innovating, but having said that the bigger you grow and the more corporate and the, the bigger right. the machine becomes, <laughs> you got to kind of hone in on, Narrow the focus. Um, what's your, what's your, yeah, narrow the focus. Seriously, what's the man. sweet spot? You know, how do we wow. manufacture day in, day out with, with a, without a lot of conversations in the shop where guys know what they're doing, uh, guys and girls are trained, and it becomes 
uh, well-functioning. So. Sure. Okay, so I also noticed, gosh, you guys have had some great publicity. Property Brothers, one of my favorite shows. Um, Property Brothers, Celebrity IOU, um, Tiny yeah. House Nation, Fast Company. So, I mean, how have you, did you, is this is this media that you pursued or people just started picking up? I mean, how are people hearing about mod pools? Man, that's a great question. I mean, we had that original um, boost with that video and all those millions of views. That kind of got us, um, you know, we did some Hollywood stuff. We did some, um, we did a show called Siren where we per- produced pools for the for the TV launch. Um, we cool. did a, a, a shoe launch um, in Long Beach, New York with, uh, with Nike. We just had, honestly, <laughs> amazing exposure. And to by the grace of God, really, I mean, it's just been, it's just got out there. We didn't have to pay for it. Right. Um, we had people calling us. I mean, Property Brothers called us, networks call us. For That's doing, cool. Uh, two, three more shows this season um, that we're just so thankful to be a part of. And they're calling on us um, because I think we dared to do something unique and different. Right. We just decided so cool. that we're going to, we're going to step off the lily pad and go all in and the reward um, and the risk are equally measured. I mean, we went really close to going bankrupt, like closer than I thought. Looking back at the books now, I was like, holy smokes. Wow. We were within inches of going bankrupt. But the upside is, is that we dared to do something completely different, completely new. And the reward is that we own our space where, you know, we, we designed, patented all of our products. Um, and we're, you know, thankfully, we're the leader in our industry. So that's kind of the publicity sort of came hand in hand. People just wanted to talk about us. We wanted to interview us. And that was just really humbling. Like, wow, really? Oh, OK. You know, I didn't even think it was that big of a deal but <laughs> it's a, but we got on on new shows and you know we've donated pools to uh cat uh, there's a cat rescue in california oh, that trains nice. trains cats to swim in our pool oh wow um that's really and we were cool. able to do that and so we've just we've been able to give back to um to our local community um we're, we're in the process of building two two pools for training kids how to swim oh, very in cool. our local community um so it really Honestly, it's it's been amazing, um, but it's been no overnight success. Right, it's been Takes a time. lot of dedication and oh yeah, it really does. But if you love your craft and you're committed, just like you are with this podcast, I've had the privilege of listening to some of your episodes, and you can tell you're passionate about it. And Thanks, you can't fake that. You know, you <laughs> right. can't fake passion. If you don't love what you're doing and you're not excited, totally. you're not passionate about it, it's not going to come through. Yeah, People aren't gonna pick I wouldn't it up. be still doing it either. <laughs> It's so fun. Exactly I mean, right, how else? Yeah. I mean, you get to meet Paul, who founded Mod Pools. I mean, how cool is this? Like, I mean, amazing. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so cool. Um, I can totally see this on HGTV, like uh, almost every show on it. Um, so let's see. So, f- how do you think about growth? Like here, a couple of years in, lots of lessons learned. You got a lot of orders. You're doing cool things, giving back. What about looking ahead? Any trends or things you're focused on in terms of growth, things that are innovative that you've got to focus on next six to 12 months? You know, right now we're doubling down on our product line, um, you know, constantly improving. Um, I've walked through the shop daily looking at our departments on our process. How do we make it better? How do we, I mean, we look at um, warranty stuff and and what, what can we improve on? We're at that stage now where we think we've got um, a good repertoire, um, in our basket here of, of products, it's about making them better, um, being cost effective. This marketplace right now is insane on commodities. It's so difficult to get containers, pumps. Um, all of our products are chemicals. 
it's right now that the daily fight. And I say that literally this morning, I'm fighting for pool filters. Like we're calling around the country trying to find them. So right now it's really about making the the product really great, making them really simple, um, equipping people to install them and um, doubling down on marketing too. We're just really trying to, now we're pushing that market. There was a point where we're like, okay, quit talking about us. We can't take on any more orders. (laughs) And now we're at the point of like, okay, we're going to have a $20 million year this year. We want a $30 million year next year. How do right. we do that? Right. How do we grow? And how do we make these, that milk truck mentality where the truck goes down the road and we drop, you know, pools are getting dropped off. People are installing them real quick and easy. Um, how do we grow that way? How do we grow our manufacturing uh, capability? And the the sad truth is it's slow. It's the turtle that won the race. I mean, right. you just one step in front of the other. You just got to keep putting out great product each day. And a little more this day, you know, like right now we're about, um, I think we're doing 10 to 13 pools a week right now, maybe 15 on a good week. Um, How do we make that, you know, with how do you use what you have and do more with it? That's really what what we're about, right? So those are the current challenges. I love to ask our guests um, their biggest lessons learned. You've obviously had many Um, (laughs) um, over the years, uh, only a couple years, and uh, yet you've got lots of growth in front of you. Um, To our audience, what would you share as like one or two of the biggest lessons learned or pieces of advice that you'd offer? I don't know. I mean, I kind of resort to just really being a good person. I think it comes down like at the end of the day, businesses are people doing business with people. It's people with people. And I think if you have good moral character, um, if if you can go home at night, put your hat up and know that you did everything you could do that day, you didn't shortchange anyone, um, you did the best you could. And, and with integrity and honesty, that's kind of the message I like to preach. Um, I have to be full of rainbows. You know, I, I've, I'm the guy at the top. And if, if I'm not positive, I don't believe we can do it. We're not going to do it. So that's my biggest challenge and my biggest piece of advice to business owners is you've got to be positive. You've got to look at the positive parts of the day amongst the negative. And ultimately I aspire to be a likable, personable, humble person that has good moral fiber. That to me is more important than the, all the money, um, than the success. Uh, it's, it's who you come home to, to your wife and your kids and, having them respect you and having the people that know you the best think you're a good person. Yeah, I love that. And we could stop right there. <laughs> so yeah. Big, yeah. The big best bottom line ever. Um, man, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, seriously, man, that's just awesome. Paul, um, share with their audience where they can find you, connect with you, buy a pool. I mean, where can they like figure this out for themselves? Yeah. I mean, we, we, we work real hard on our website. We've got a 3d pool builder, which we've invested heavily in where you can design a pool for yourself, custom build it on our website and contact us there at modpools.com. That's so cool. Hey, this has been so great, Paul, having you on. Um, I'll say we must have you back on down the road. Um, you got, like I said, have already done amazing and I can only imagine the markets that haven't been even open to you yet um, down the road. And, and I hope you'll come back and join us and share more of your stories and really appreciate you being here today, man. Justin, thanks, man. I love your energy and uh, real, real, real privilege to be on your show. I'm looking forward to being back and telling you uh, more, uh, more good war stories. <laughs> love it, man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cheers, man. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck.
and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.